0: To another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. I'm Nathan. And this episode, <laughs> we're straying from the past time. a little bit. We've been <laughs> switching things up a little bit in season three. New season, who dis? So why not throw in a little interview with a vampire, right? Not the mm-hmm. movie. We did a whole episode talking about Anne Rice and how much we love her. And I think that's so funny that we both love the Vampire Chronicles so much. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit ridiculous, but obviously we've bonded over it a lot. And I talked about it on our TikTok channel. And I'm like, the instant, the instant this is available, we're going to talk about it. That was a lie because it became available (laughs) while we were very, very busy doing 31 Days of Horror. But mm-hmm. now that has settled down and now we're going to talk about it. I've only watched the first episode and that's all we're going to discuss here today. Well, probably not yeah. the only thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the only thing. Okay. There's a lot to unpack in one episode. And this is why I was so excited when they announced that they were doing the TV series. Cause I'm like, yes, they need to do a series. Obviously mm-hmm. nobody could handle making movies and doing things the right way if they weren't chopping the shit up and making it almost fan fiction they're putting tom cruise in it both of these are stupid, stupid yeah. choices disrespectfully on my part
1: i want you to know that the tom cruise choice is disrespectfully shitty okay No,
0: yeah hot no <laughs> okay awesome. no imagine they had kept the tom cruise choice for queen of the damned instead of Stuart townsend no I no. cannot. because i have such a terrible memory i'm gonna talk about it now casting choice first of all for this tv series the man who plays lestat ham reed one thing i noticed like when they do the first reveal of lestat in the episode he's got his fucking mouth open and i immediately heard your voice in my head talking about tom cruise and why is his mouth always fucking open Well, Tom Cruise looked like fucking Nick
1: Cage in Vampire's Kiss. That's not what happened here.
0: No, you're right. It was like hot. Sorry, Nate Dog. I'm going to say the word hot probably 2,700 million <laughs> thousand times during this episode because I'm actually still a little sweaty because I rewatched it. And first of all, the vampire eyes. Before we even talk about plot. The vampire eyes. I know it was like a big deal when you're thinking about Lestette. Like, oh, he has violet eyes and mm-hmm. his glass nails. And it's not really like that, but I love what they do with the eyes here. Because Lestatte and I guess it's all vampires. I can't wait to I can't wait to see the other vampires. Because when Louis gets turned, his eyes are the exact same color. And I think it's so pretty. They put and a lot of detail in here though. The glass
1: nails. hmm I was gonna say the nails are there. Listed. That has this moment where he's like, I'm going to buy another round for everyone, but also the musicians because they're always overlooked, which is a-, a nod to his love for Nikki, who is not in any other movie, it's just in the book,
0: which I thought was awesome. I love that. I caught that and I was just like, aww. Yeah, he talks about the young violinist at another point mm-hmm. in it in the episode. I'm like, this is just episode one. This is just the first yeah. episode. Okay, I just get too excited. I can't even like keep my thoughts rational at this point. Everything that we talk about, we have to consider the fact that Anne Rice was heavily involved in Mm -hmm. the show before she passed. So like she approves and then of course her son is gonna honor her creative intentions for this series as they go on past mm-hmm. whatever it was I would love to know how far she got like how far they got with her in planning this TV series but obviously they made a really I feel like wise choice to bring it into the modern era mm-hmm. and change some things so like the interviewer I thought that was such a nice touch they attempted to do this interview in the past and something happens and so louie comes back and basically tells him hey you're old as shit now let's finish this interview they totally
1: changed up Daniel's character and I think that that was a very calculated choice and I don't know how this is going to play out but I have a feeling they're going to be merging Daniel
0: with David from the Talamasca because it really feels like it okay (laughs) but I don't want that to be a thing because I love David David is an important character like he really grows to be an important character in the series
1: he does in the book Daniel is a young man when he's turned and the conversation they were having about oh you're an old man oh you're getting sick oh your time Mm. is running out he had that same conversation in the book with david david switched bodies and was in a young body when he got turned but and so maybe they'll make that choice here too i don't know that Um, actually
0: sounds very valid because it keeps coming up like how fucking old he is
1: yeah you have parkinson's bitch you old
0: motherfucker (laughs) so that was a good change and then the other glaringly obvious change I needed you to watch it because I know that you love Louie and new Louis. he's pretty emo but he's like he's a boss bitch first and foremost then he's emo period. that's the difference <laughs> and like rightfully so really fucked up shit happens to him so he's black and that's important because the time period and old Louie was a plantation owner mm-hmm. and they do such wonderful storytelling and the thing that I have to gush over is that Anne Rice is a wonderful writer, but above all else she's a historian. New Orleans is her fucking city. She knows her history. You know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. has this like really vibrant way of bringing it to life. And so in this New Louis history, the way they got their money was through sugarcane. but when his father passed away, that was ruined so he had to like step in and figure out how to keep his family afloat and he's like a pimp and it's phenomenal.
1: I think that's a very interesting choice too. I feel like the old Louis, everything was done to him. He didn't have a lot of agency. Even though he owned this plantation, he had no interest in the business really and he was very like, I don't care, my family's gone, burn it down. And they did a good job story building around this new storyline which brought it from pre-Civil War to like the 20s. They did a very compelling story with a character that had about the same. Same stakes. I mean, he lost his brother, his mom and his sister are kind of isolated from him at that point. He's in a precarious position in society because of where he stands. Mm-hmm. And, like He can't really stand up for himself. And so he has a lot of the same social isolation as the other Louis. It's just a completely different and wonderful turn on it. And I feel like they did such a good job. Like, I'm not used to that somebody doing such a good fucking job with it.
0: Especially with something that like, we love so much. Mm-hmm. And like, this love was built from, like, young us like to being adults. And we've had a lot to say about the way that they have tried to bring these stories to life. <laughs> I keep saying, this is just the first episode. And yeah. I just really felt for Louis. Like, his brother, Paul, is so such a wild character because mm-hmm. he's yeah, like a did. conscious personified because he's echoing your sin and sins need to be repented on. And Louis has all of these private thoughts because Lestat comes in and he's pushing up on your boy. Mm-hmm. And so being gay in general is a no no at this time, being gay and black is a super no no. And then it's an mm-hmm. interracial gay bonanza. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Totally a bonanza. I would say that's the correct word for that. I think Nathan and I have had a couple conversations and now might be the time to bring those to the surface. Let's Let's talk about the physics of that threesome scene. The vampire's floating, but he's not a vampire.
0: But is he penetrating his food while he's doing that? No, he's not because they don't do that. It's probably grazing the crack. I mean, the thing about it is, is I
1: thought those vampires didn't fuck, but, but he was going to see Miss Lily. and he was like how come you're not banging her as if he was banging her so did we change the lore and now they fuck I don't think so well Um, then why was he worried about being considered gay you see what I'm saying no no you're talking about Louis yeah Louis has like this big thing of his conscience because because they were naked together and they were kissing
0: it doesn't have to be who gives a shit okay no this is from a 2022 a woman's perspective okay you need to shift a little bit even holding hands was gay as fuck. Didn't you hear Paul on the roof? He said, you should marry Hazel. And he's like, who the fuck is that? The girl you were dancing too close with? If you're dancing too close, you should be married. So imagine, they didn't just kiss. They kissed. And their booty butt naked floating in the air. And that was something on his net. I just want to believe he's fucking his sandwich. I just... (laughs) You and I both know he didn't fuck the sandwich. He just (laughs) put his dick up against it and floated around with it. He used it for his stability. A stability tool. <laughs> go. Okay, but the threesome scene was so good. And it wasn't like a threesome. It wasn't overly graphic. No, it was pretty like artsy. It was very before they started floating and shit. I was obsessed with the way that Miss Lily was walking around with her titties out. I mean, she probably had never been in a position like that before. She's really pretty and everything, but there were like shitty circumstances. No pun intended because that lady. That's you know, the other uh, thing
1: I think Nathan had <laughs> a uh, <laughs> I <a> liking to.
0: <laughs>
1: put it in my shit box. That was a great you scene. Had to check his dick.
2: So yeah. I watched
1: that scene again. And what she said is she put a little of her catfish dinner on it, which at first I thought was like a, a queef she joke squirted or something. She it. But, but you wouldn't see that. She's yeah. talking about shitting yeah. on his dick. She yeah. Oh, yeah. Time? And
0: then, like, they were looking. Like, you know, they were assessing the situation. And there was obviously an odor. So, like, that's not fucking glamorous at nope. all. And then he got Miss <laughs> Lily with her titties out. Yeah,
1: sometimes it's a vampire orgy and sometimes it's shitting on an old man's dick.
0: I'm sure being in the presence of Lestat is terrifying and wonderful at the same time. Like the hairs on the back of your neck are probably standing up because he's an apex predator. Just because he's fucking pretty doesn't mean you can't sense that. I feel like that's a thing. I think you just be like, in the eat me, daddy, I don't care. I mean, probably, yeah, but she was and she was getting paid for it. So she was like, this is the time of my life. And exactly. then they put her to sleep and then they look at each other like they're going to literally eat each other alive. And then they start smooching. Mm-hmm. and when the bites louis's neck they're floating it's <laughs> really funny because when they do the camera pan, cam, they're just really hairy legs floating off the floor next to each other and oh, then God. the butt cheeks the butts we're good that's what is that the highlight what? of this episode <laughs> Like the <laughs> Tina Belcher highlight. I was Tina
1: for Halloween. I feel like this did a lot better job at getting to the core of the vampires and their companions than any other movie yes. did before. It felt it's like, only one episode. Because it felt like everyone else is afraid of showing them as gay. Who gives a shit? Like, it's just love. Yeah. They, they love who they love. They don't give a shit what your gender is. So it's
0: very pan. It's very pansexual. And they're not looking to bone, they're looking to create this ethereal. Real, like love experience because they feel these things on a deeper level than humans do. And they're very dramatic and emotional creatures.
2: Half the reviews are like that.
0: Okay. What? Well, please. This is by a
1: genius named Frank Hirsch. The series is a far cry from the movie. First, by destroying the timeline and then changing the character's race and sexual orientation. Oh, fuck the to- narrative to fit today's political left wing agenda is a rotten mess. Every movie now
0: has to be racial. That bitch didn't read the book. I can tell you that. Absolutely, they didn't read the book because the entire series is fucking gay as shit. The whole series is so super gay gay and that is why i was so excited about this so i was like oh my god it's actually so gay this mm-hmm. is what we want who are you i can't believe there are so many re- i can't
1: you're not a fan of Anne rice's books if that's your opinion on any of this <laughs> i'm sorry because Literally. if you're not a reader you're not someone who's read her books what are you basing that on you're, what are you doing like, here what the original the og movie with fucking miniature list that that's not anything like the actual character i guarantee
0: like, you that's what. They think is the original subject matter. It's not. Up it's yours, woke moralist That's what it feels like.
2: <laughs> That's like uh, half of the reviews are like this is gay.
0: <laughs> I literally want to fist fight all line up. I want to fist the books. fight you on the street. Read the books, people. I beg of
1: you, read the books and then read the Mayfair Chronicles and come back to me and talk to me about your morals and how they've no. been breached. <laughs>
0: they're gonna read all of that and they're gonna be like, I need to take a the really gonna really, really long nap and their pee is gonna going go on.
1: up inside their body and not come back
0: out no literally like literally i can't you can't play this game with us brother this is not what Anne rice would have wanted really so annoying though. to me besides it being incredibly gay as it should be the things that i like the most is that literally episode one you can see so many things that these movies failed to capture exactly Who Lissette is, uh, his essence, you see right away. The fact that he's, I love you, Louie, I love you, Louie, but he is literally going behind Louie's back and antagonizing Paul in his mind. And he killed Miss Lily and he's doing all of this brat shit to try and get what he wants. And he really fucks with Louie's life. And I love that they spend this entire episode showing that because it was just like a little blip in the movie, but he does serious damage to okay. louie
1: he's willing to destroy you if he wants you
0: and he does it to more than
1: one person in the book series as well yes
0: and then he will gaslight the fuck out of you mm-hmm. because that's who he is and i think my favorite scene and i didn't watch it with the same eyes the first time i watched it as i did the second mm-hmm. was the end scene in the church where Louis was desperate he was sad he lost his brother he knew that list had played a hand in it his mom was totally blaming him which like really hurts me like it Mm -hmm. really hurts my feelings for him because he busted his ass to keep the family afloat just for her to turn around and your son was disturbed. He was in an institution at one point. They talk about it. You can't put the blame on Louis and yet here she is. And like Lestat just really comes after him. He's in the church hysterical. Like this is my last outlet. Father, help me. He's literally like I fucked the devil and now the devil has roots in me. And that's like, Wow, well, I'm going to burn the church down and I'm going to mm-hmm. kill the priest. And now you have no choices here and he's just ripping him apart. Like he ripped this priest Apart and then punched a hole through the other priest's face, which I fucking loved. Yeah, that was know. gruesome. It was so good because he's not just pretty and eloquent and charming. He's dangerous and he's mm-hmm. mean. And mm-hmm. yes, we love him regardless because he is such a like a nuanced, layered character. But he's mean. He's so he's mean. A terrible and then, person. Yes. <laughs> then he sits with Louis and literally strokes every single insecurity he has. Until he says yes, I will be with you. Mm-hmm.
1: And- He's a manipulative bitch. Yeah,
0: he is. <laughs> he really can get you. The one who made him really had no idea what the fuck they were doing, <laughs> making this bitch like. And I can't wait to see where that goes. I want to see
1: what decisions they make about that because there were things yeah. that were made in other movies that pissed me off because I don't oh, think they were done. Was eloquently.
0: it like saying that Marius made Lestat because
1: that's wrong? It's wrong. It's wrong. I want to see where <laughs> they go before I open my big ass mouth and complain about it.
0: No, we can do this again after we watch mm-hmm. the last episode and I have really, really high hopes. I am super impressed. And when Anne Rice passed away, I was a devastated little bean and this was like the tiny ray of sunshine that I was holding on. to. Please be good because this is all I ever wanted. Even mm-hmm. as a freaking 14 year old, I knew that Queen of the Damned was trash. And obviously, I love it for Aaliyah reasons, but I was like mm-hmm. please, someone somewhere someday has to redeem this because it is a story that I actually had dreams of going into film and I was like this would be a really sweet like claymation type deal Mm -hmm. if they did this because I didn't trust anybody to do it right with real people but here we are and I feel like it could go some really 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 great places as long as they respect the pieces that actually matter then they're like super good and clear to take creative license with the rest not that we're the
2: boss
1: but (laughs) we are Nathan has read a little bit of It, but hasn't read the whole book and he's not a fangirl so yeah what, that's why i've been
2: kind of being quiet because i'm <laughs> like i'll oh, you guys
1: I was wondering your reaction to it mostly
2: I really liked how they did it once again I've only really seen the movie and read a bit of the book so I don't know the story super well but I like Grey Worm whatever his name is is uh, Louis <laughs> I don't Jacob know Anderson Jacob Anderson there you go I-, I thought it was really well done it was really like I actually cared about the characters which it's like a lot of horror you don't really get a whole lot of that you watch and you laugh and have fun where this one they actually got you a bit involved with uh, Louis and his brother and his family
0: mm-hmm. yes and they like really I like the.
2: Setting too. I don't know. I thought it was a great reboot, but I mean, obviously, yeah. a lot of people don't agree. I don't give fucked up. <laughs> no, no they they don't don't they're matter.
1: trolls. Yeah, they're no, trolls. They don't
2: matter.
0: No. It's Thank not, you for like... sending that though, because we <laughs> no, needed so to seriously. roast those bitches. Because I had no idea. Constructive criticism <laughs> is great, but like, if you mm-hmm. clearly don't know what you're talking about, right? Like... You can argue that maybe they lost something
1: in changing up Louis's character, but I kind of feel like the OG Louis story there's a lot of vagueness. So mm-hmm. we knew his wife and. Child died we don't know what they died of i don't think it was a sickness and we knew he had this plantation house but it was like empty because Lestat comes in there and just sets up yeah like a <laughs> bitch I just don't understand,
2: like, if you really love the old movie and that version of it, go fucking watch that movie. Like, why would you want the show to be pretty much that, but a show? That sounds really boring.
1: And why (laughs) would you open your mouth if you haven't read the books? I'm sorry, but somebody who read the book would not say that.
2: To be fair, a lot of people have said they have read the books. I don't know if they're being honest or not. Okay,
1: (laughs) I want to read this one because this is somebody who starts out the way we started out. I've been a fan of Anne Rice for decades. I discovered her in the late 80s and was instantly drawn into her world of vampires which is an even erotica. When I heard her first novel was being turned into a series, I was ecstatic, but that changed after the first episode. The casting is not good. The wokeness of it is not good. In fact, the only good thing about it is the costumes and settings. I stopped watching after two episodes because it stopped being the book I love so much and became a badly written farce. What's woke about it,
0: bitch? What's is woke it about just it just because it,
1: there's a black man? Is that what's, it?
0: What's woke about it? I'm going to, I'm going to say this very loudly. gonna be the last fucking, fucking time that i say it these are the same fucking bitches that are pissed that the little mermaid is black they're yeah. mad because they changed a white character and made it black that's not canon fuck you fucking that's dude. canon
1: but is it not though besides the fact that Anne rice made this decision okay so let's let's put that yep. in our back pocket but where yep. is it written that louis is porcelain white except for once he becomes a vampire
0: even in that case they all turn white over time yeah because exactly of, they turn like, into the melanin green is just yeah. gone.
1: But, Steph, I thought he was a Creole character. I thought he yeah. was kind of mixed. I thought that I was, was pretty sure that was. he was
0: Creole. Also, yeah, like I haven't reread it in a long time, but at the end of the day, here's what you fucking mouth breathers need to understand. And you can come for me if you want to. Anne Rice made the story, she created it, she created the characters, she made Black Louie. So, suck on it. Mm -hmm. For me, there's nothing woke here. This is just as gay as the book.
1: Arguably, the books
0: are still gayer. Fight
1: me. Okay. They're so
0: (laughs) much gayer. And honestly, when people use the term woke, it's racist language. They're not using it correctly. Mm -hmm are using it as a PC term to be racist. And you really need to check yourself to do that shit, okay? Mm -hmm. The world is constantly evolving. Stories are going to change. They literally whitewash characters all the time they made all the they fucking Goku white, okay are you complaining about that no Mm-mm. then don't complain here that's crazy pants it's a good story mm-hmm. they made him black and they artistically changed all of those things yeah to fit into the story it's not like in it chapter two when they changed who mike Hanlon is fundamentally as a person and made him drug his friends and lie and talk shit about native american culture and do weird shit were you complaining about that one or did you oh, find nothing wrong are. with it it. No, they I were. didn't think so. There's yeah. nothing wrong here. Enjoy mm-hmm. the story, or if you don't, go away and let us let Listen. us
1: enjoy it Louis is my OG literary crush I think they did Louis a big Justice here because mm-hmm. they took all of the vagueness of the original story and they added so much life to it and so much detail to it in mm-hmm. a way that brought it up a century which needed to happen for that timeline to work especially if they make Daniel and David the same character which I think that's where they're going with that David if he we brought him into 2022 or like 2023 or 2024 he's gonna be 150 years old because because he was not the fucking boar war or some shit in the book. There's a picture of him with the fucking tiger because he's a hundred fucking years old at that point in yeah. the fucking early 90s. So they're updating the timeline. I can see why they did it. At the end of the day, the
0: old movie mm-hmm. still exists. It's yeah. okay for that to be your jam. Just stick with it. And you can just, all right, I, I don't really like where this is going. That's fine. But in my mind, my gauge is Elle loves Louie. Does Mm -hmm. Elle approve of Black Louis? Hell yeah. Elle loves Black louie okay mm-hmm. great let's move along here you know because yeah. you have a lot of great things to say about louie but this woke shit yeah say it for your mama ho no Miss thank you
1: me on that shit i don't think
0: this was a political move for her no i think that they were in discussion about how to modernize this shit mm-hmm. as you need to and you know what like you can blame the people who made the fucking movie because the people who did queen of the damned they sat on the rights to this shit for a long long time and mm-hmm. only pushed out that hunk of junk to do something
1: you're mad about this, but you're not mad that they couldn't even glue a wig to Stuart Townsend. Come on. That
0: make him blonde.
1: This is the most honest to God stepped out-of-the-book listat you're gonna find. <laughs> with All his of mouth it.
0: open. Even with the, his fuck-ass mouth open. The perpetual like wind blowing in his hair, that thick-ass French daddy accent. His fucking attitude and his Mm -hmm. shitty gaslighting that's Lestat that's Lestat a thousand percent bite me
1: daddy that is Lestat (laughs) so you can't be an Anne Rice fan and not be okay with these vampires being flaming gay that's just how they've always been that's the book and And it's not a
0: secret like it is in your face
1: honestly the books are very open with what love and romance are in a way that is really priceless and endearing you can find companionship across the empty wastelands of time and all these different places the vampires will have their companions and then after
0: you know a couple hundred years they'll break up and they'll go find a different companion and yeah and like a thousand percent 14 year old me should not have been reading this shit but I came from a home that was you know that's all I'm gonna say so like this message of like love that's the message I needed. Not like Romeo and Juliet, when like if your sixteen-year-old boyfriend like you can't be with him, you kill yourself or whatever. That's not <laughs> what I'm looking for. Yeah. I just feel like this message it's so profound and it's one that can really stand the test of time as long as you keep it up to speed with what's happening in yeah. the world now. And if that's woke, I guess I am going to fist fight
1: all these fucking reviewers with their (laughs) you're not a real fan you woke moralist fuck you go to fucking Jordan Peterson's dick and just shut the fuck up Christ's sake Anne Rice would not approve no she would not approve of that and I don't even give a shit if she would at this point I'm just like so sick and tired of this crap like you can't do anything without all these people getting their fucking dicks in a bunch over it just go do something else yes they get their dicks caught in something I don't know my final thought is I never thought we would be here in the year of our lord 2022 talking about Anne Rice being woke
0: I just didn't You mean our lord Nick Cage
1: No fucking daddy Reeves and <laughs>
0: fuck Nick Cage I forgot Cage is out. Little Daddy Reeves. My final thought is that I don't care what people on the internet say. I've seen this one single episode three times now already. Mm-hmm. When it's out on DVD, I will be a proud owner or Blu ray, whatever. I'm a grandma. Whatever is the best <laughs> laser disc to play your films on, I will own it and it'll be there on the shelf with all my Anne Rice books. Take it or leave it, I will take it.
2: Once again, I have nowhere near the context that you guys have, with you know, actually having read it and being a huge fan of the franchise in general, but just as someone who likes horror and like oh, it's a cool show i like it better than the movie to be totally honest with you at least the first episode so far like i will say that i don't really give a okay. shit tom but cruise i, I is like that but... yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's it like brad pitt's louis could that come back at some point yeah but that's not what this is this is different they brought it up a hundred years at least when you bring a book to film you have to a lot of times squish some of the characters together just, this book series has like such a massive universe of characters and they're gonna have to squish some of them together and they did a shit ass job in previous movies yeah and they did not get the richness or the depth of the storytelling what they were able to do here really did yeah
0: and it was just I loved it everyone can suck my ass I just can't wait to see when Claudia steps in I cannot wait to see what that looks like
1: you can find us on the internet at ghostinthemagazine.site you can find us on Twitter at Gitm Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Witchx Pudding. You can find me at Nocturnal, and you can find Nathan at Bad ben Pimp sixty nine. <laughs> okay, bye. I-